on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today, we have Andy and DJ Cruise the motherfucking internet. And that's what we do here. Mm-hmm. Cruise the internet. That's what CTI stands for. Cruise the internet. We throw up headlines on the screen. We talk about what's going on in the world. We talk about what may be true, what may not be true. We speculate on who's full of shit. And then we make some jokes about it. That's CTI. Okay. And then ultimately, obviously, we talk about how we can be a solution to the problem collectively as citizens of humanity. Mm-hmm. Other times when you tune in, you're going to find that most of the rest of the show is dedicated to personal development, winning, kicking ass, and making a bunch of fucking money and uh, creating a big change in the world. Um, we have Q&AF. That's another episode that you uh, will listen to. And that's just a Q&A format show uh, where you submit the questions that we answer on the show. You can submit those questions a few different ways. The first way is... Guys, email those questions in to askandy at andyforsella.com. And the second way is uh, if you go to YouTube and you type in Andy Frisella and you go to my personal YouTube channel, you will find the full-length episodes of the show uploaded. I know most of you guys listen on audio, but if you catch some time at night and you want to catch this shit on YouTube, it's there. Uh, we just started doing that a little bit ago. And if you want to drop a comment, a question in the comments under the Q&AF, uh, we'll pick some from there as well. Other times you tune in, we have real talk. Real talk is real talk. It's five to 20 minutes of me just giving you some real talk. That's why it's called real talk. Uh, and then we have full length and full length is uh, full length. It is a conversation like what you're used to seeing on most other podcasts. Uh, we have interesting people come on the show and we talk. Uh, I have one of my personal most excited guests coming on later this week that I think you guys are going to enjoy. So keep an eye out for that full-length episodes. Um, with that being said, we do have a fee for the show. Uh, and the fee is not monetary. I don't ask you to send me shit. Uh, you can send me money if you want to. Uh, I'll take it. But that's not what we ask. Um, in exchange for the 24 years of business experience uh, and all the time and effort that we all put into putting on this show, You'll notice a couple things. One, we don't take money from advertisers on the show. Most podcasts do. We don't. The reason we don't is because I cannot promote shit that I don't believe in, and I'm not going to take money for it and answer to some fucking dude who wants me to say shit a certain way about his product. I don't even fucking take. That's not what I'm going to do. Um, so in lieu of us like doing that, All we ask is a very simple thing, is that if you find value in the show, if you think it's good, if you think we make good points, if if we make you laugh, if you have a good time watching, if it's entertaining, please share the show. That's it, man. If it teaches you something, please share the show. Uh, We only grow these shows based off of your word of mouth. I think we're one of the few podcasts out there that's independent, not a network, that stays at the very top of the list, completely off value-driven value exchange. So if we do good, share the show. If you think the show sucks, Tell us why we suck. Cool with that too, okay? Uh, but the reality is I probably won't listen to you. I keep doing what the fuck I want. But you're free to say so. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, yeah, that's the show, right? Yeah, that, that's home. That's housekeeping. That is housekeeping. That's housekeeping, yeah. Oh, uh, one thing I wanted to mention too. Arte Syndicate. So those of you that don't know, uh, Ed Milet and I have this group called Arte Syndicate, which is an entrepreneurial networking group 
which is made up of real business owners who are doing real shit in real life. Uh, we have these events called Arte Live. If you don't know what Arte Live is, you can go to artesyndicate.com and read about it. But we have an Arte Live coming up in just a few months. Tickets just went on sale. They will sell out. And when you find out who the speaker is that's speaking with myself, this person, and Ed Milet, and you didn't buy a ticket, you're going to be fucking pissed you didn't buy it. I can tell you that right now. It's the bet. This RT Live will be the best RT Live we have ever fucking had by a lot. And we've had some of the most amazing people come to these events and teach and speak and contribute to the, uh, to the group. And by the way, these events are open to the public. They're not open to just members. So members do have priority over tickets. Uh, public tickets just went on sale. There's a few hundred of those. If you guys want to jump on those, come to St. Louis. It's in St. Louis. Uh, what are the dates on that? April 22nd. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you, if you were to, if you were to create an, a speaker event and you were to say for selling my let and this person, that's it. Yeah. yeah and, and that was the event. I can promise you, you're going to be pissed off. If you don't buy a ticket. If you're, if you're, yeah, just when you find out, you right. know who it is. I know who it is. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just telling you. Yeah. So it's going to be an awesome event. We have some new things that we're working on for that event, some new ways to teach. It's going to be exciting. So even if you're not an RTA, it's a good opportunity for you to come check it out and uh, see what it's all about because most of the members come. Mm-hmm. So no, do those RTA events? I mean, I think for a lot for those of you listening who've heard RTA Andy speak of it, like from an outsider's perspective, the lives are fucking insane. Like you're you're you basically get a, a really good glimpse, more than a glimpse. I mean, you can leave there and go fucking run a pretty decent business on on the tools you're going to get. But it's awesome that I think you guys open it up to the public. You know, well, yeah, bro. And it's not like an every event. No, thing. what's cool, what I like about it is that like people come, they don't know anybody, they make these friends, even if they don't join, join. Arte, right? Yeah. Like let's say they don't join. They meet members and you know, and by the way, that's there's no pitch to join or anything like that. Like this is just a fucking public event. You get to experience it. But even if you come to an event like this, the chances are you're gonna go to dinner, you're gonna go to breakfast, you're gonna go to lunch, you're gonna get a workout, you're gonna get a this or that. With some people that you fucking didn't know, they're going to be able to help you. Mm-hmm. It's just a valuable thing to, to, it's a valuable experience. But anyhow, uh, you know, I said no ads, so I lied a little bit. So that might <laughs> well, have been. it wasn't paid. So. I just had to let you know, all right? I, I, it, it, they're available and they won't be available long, so. That's real, man. Yeah, we do got a lot of stuff coming up, man. A lot of, uh, lot of events and uh, things going on in your personal businesses and stuff. Um, you took, uh, you took care of some business today, actually. I fucking did. You That's did. fucking right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you handled it. And, um. <laughs> yeah. That's right. There he is so, right there. So this is a picture of, of Andy. Andy, what, can you, can you describe to us what's happening in this picture? Yeah. So what's happening here is, is I'm about to take <laughs> my driver's test, uh, for the first time since I was 16 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I, what I had done here, where it clearly said right above the screen, no cell phones in this area. Yeah, I didn't care. I had sat down, yeah. and DJ decided that he was going to take a picture of me taking my written part of my driver's <laughs> test. I will have you know that this was the first attempt at the driver's yeah. test. Yeah. I did fucking fail it the first time. You could only get five wrong. I got six wrong. Mm. But they were asking me some fucked up shit. Yeah, what were they asking? Bro, they were asking me shit like, how much does a driver's permit cost? <laughs> like, I give a fuck how much it costs. Like, I don't, I'm going to pay attention to that in the book. I'm trying to fucking drive here. Right, right, right. Another one that I got wrong was, how long can an object be that sticks out of your car 
before you had to put a red ribbon on it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the answer was like, and they had a picture. Okay. <laughs> so they had a picture next to it of a truck with this fucking two by four sticking out and a red flag on it. Right. So I'm looking at the question. It says there is no rule, uh, two feet, five feet, seven feet. You know, those are the, those are the answers. I'm looking at the truck. I said, well, that looks like it's about seven feet. <laughs> you start, you, you, yeah. You, yeah. Well, here's the thing. The picture is not fucking indicative of the answer. Mm. So I picked seven feet. I'm telling you the fucker was sticking seven feet out the fucking truck. And the answer was five feet. Yeah. Right. 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 Like, they got there's, you. There's some trick questions in there. For sure. Yeah. So a lot of people don't know, man, Missouri, like we don't, we were talking about this earlier, but Missouri. So I know there's a few states out there that require like driver's ed courses in high school and shit like that. And I'm sure we have some high schools in the state that do it, but it's not like a required thing. So I think that's the trade off of like not having to take the driver's ed school. Dude, you listen, have to answer these listen, really difficult bro, questions. I read the book. Yeah. I read the book. The book's 70 pages long. I read the book twice front yeah. to back. Okay. The shit they were asking me on there was like, I didn't see that shit in the book. <laughs> right? So like, so anyway, all. <laughs> I went back, I told a lady, I'm like, Hey, I failed. She goes, you want to take it again? I'm like, yes. So I sat down, I took it again. I, I missed one the second time and all they, cause it, it was actually like, I think the same test with the answers rearranged because, yeah. but I still missed one that I missed the first time. So right. I must not have been paying attention because it tells you the right answer after you select the wrong answer. Oh, see, I hate those type of tests. Yeah, but see, I wasn't paying attention, and it asked me the same one twice. I got it wrong two times. Damn. Yeah. But then, <laughs> then it gets better, because then I had to take the actual driver's test. Yeah. Okay, so I had to, like, sit with the dude and drive around and mm -hmm. take the test. Luckily for me, I had this, uh, this older gentleman who's 63 years old. His name was Rick. He was an awesome dude. Mm. Missouri State Highway Patrol officer sat in the truck. I, those of you who are going to ask, I took my colon in. That's why I did my driver's test in. Uh, he thought it was pretty neat. He was very, very cool. Very, very. We had a lot in common. We talked, dude, we talked for 20 minutes before he went out on the before test. Before you pulled up. Yeah, dude, I was watching you because I was seeing other people that were like behind you in line come out and do their exam and finish before. I'm like, man, what the fuck are yeah, they doing? Yeah, dude, we just got to talking and we got to talking about life and you know, what was going on and what was going on in the world. And yeah. like, I think, you know, what, it, what, what piqued his curiosity is why you were there. Yeah. You know, yeah, cause yeah. like, cause when he came you out, don't me don't and black people in the area. Huh? there's normally not that many black people in Shut the area. The fuck up, <laughs> so, so, so he's like, so what, so he's like, so I got to ask like, what, what, you know, what's the reason for security? And I started telling him, you know, like, Hey, mm -hmm. we've got this show and it, fucking people get pissed off and they yeah. show up my house and shit. And then, uh, you know, I got, I got a big company here in St. Louis and, and I told him the company, he was familiar with it. And so we just started talking about what was going on in St. Louis and you know, uh, what he kept saying, dude, the, the cool, the, it was, it was cool, dude. It was just cool. It was cool to meet someone. So, so fucking normal and cool. And he was like, um, it's refreshing. Yeah, bro. It made me feel good. It made yeah. me feel good about the work that we do here. Like yeah. when we were fighting for common sense, like we were talking for, you know, probably 30 minutes, 20, 30 minutes. And, 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 uh, you know, the guys had six kids and he's raised them all. And, you know, we were talking about, you know, how St. Louis is actually like you guys that don't know St. Louis, you like St. Louis is actually an amazing city full of amazing people that gets a bad reputation, uh, in the, in the national media mm -hmm. because of the crime. Too bad. Apples. We got on the topic yeah. of Kim Gardner and how she's allowing, you know, these 
a lot of the, these criminals to fucking walk free yeah. and um it's ruining our city and we got to talking about you know and we came back we could talk about a bunch of shit but what we came down to you know at the end of the at the end of the test and by the way he did test me you know like i had to actually try but a little uh, parking all huh? yeah i did i saw it i did yeah. <laughs> i nailed that motherfucker too didn't i you did yeah you did so uh he he fucking um Bro, he he was so impressed by the parallel parking. Did you hear him when we got out of the car? We said to you, "No, was, did you see him parallel park that thing?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I told him you you just yeah. pressed a button. And oh yeah, I, well, that's like that's what we told him. We said we said, "Hey Rick, but here's the thing, you don't know, bro. That that truck, it's got a button that parallel parks itself." <laughs> he's like, he, "Fuck!" He's like, "Fuck, man, you guys are bad." Like, but dude, the guy is so cool. But anyway, he kept saying, "Dude, he kept, like you could tell the conversation meant a lot to him. It meant a lot to me too." Um, because he was like, dude, this is so crazy. Cause like we come from entirely different economic walks of life. Mm. And he's like, but we're the same. We think the same. I said, bro, isn't that everybody? That yeah. was how the conversation when we got out of the truck, that's where we were. I said, bro, I think everybody's the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we look at the media, we look at the news, we look at social media and we get these fucking ideas in our head, um, that everybody's either not like us or has zero in common with us when in reality, dude, it's isolating us all intentionally. And this is why this continues on the conversation I had yesterday about social media and how dangerous it is because dude, it's creating these little bitty fucking isolations for each human being to make them think that every single person they see in, in, on, on the, uh, in real life, is some sort of internet attacker troll, mm -hmm. right? That's fucking hates them. Yeah. And like, dude, you know, I spent all day today, like in, in the government offices and you can fucking see it. Mm. Like people don't talk to each other. Uh, but the people who do talk to each other are uber nice. Once you break the ice. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just think that, you know, I think all of us need to spend more time in the real world, dude, and less time on the fucking internet. Yeah. And, and I think, I think it, you know, to me, dude, like as, as much of a pain in the ass as that has been in my, cause dude, this has been something that's been a pain in the ass for a while. Mm -hmm. I haven't had a license for eight, nine months. I've been riding dirty. That makes me nervous. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I know that if I wrecked one of my cars, which I still drove, that the insurance wouldn't cover it. That made me nervous. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I just don't feel good. Like, I don't know. Well, then there's the anxiety of having to spend half your day in yeah, these yeah. offices. Yeah, I think that's what it was, dude. Yeah. But like, dude, as, as fucking frustrating as that is, it was actually okay because like the people were so nice mm. and it was cool. I got to talk. I talked to a couple in the, uh, in, in the, in that, cause I had to go to another office after I took the test mm -hmm. here in Missouri, where, where I took the test, you had to go somewhere else to get the license. And that took two hours. And technically drive dirty from there to get. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Dude, did you hear what he said before? He's like, now you can't drive on this. Yeah. When he knew that but I you gotta just go showed here. up. Yeah. yeah but like, you gotta go here. <laughs> dude. I was like, okay. And I went, got in the car, drove off. <laughs> but like, but dude, uh, he might listen to the show, you know, because mm -hmm. I told him about the show and stuff. And I just, you know, Rick, if you do listen, bro, I really appreciate that conversation, man. It was, it was, uh, it made my whole fucking week for mm -hmm. real. Just to connect with somebody in real life that I didn't know to have a conversation. And then like, just to hear the gratitude in his voice about that. There's people out there that think like him and, and, and it's, he's not all alone. He's not alone. Yeah. Yeah. And like, dude, it was just, it was cool, man. Yeah. It was just real cool. But I did pass. Yeah. 
I got my I got my shit. Yeah, so we're I'm good, good now. to go. Yeah, we're good now. Yeah. Now, 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 did you know? Now they they don't print the cards out anymore at the DMV. Now yeah, they, they mail send it you, to you. They send you a piece of paper. They used to print those right there. You could take them home with you. I don't know why when they changed that. He did also tell me that the DMV cut out the notification letters to say that you're up for renewal. Mm. And and he said that they actually get a lot of people that come in in the same position. The same that predicament. I was in. Yeah. Because yeah. I felt, I mean, dude, it was all pretty much like younger people, yeah. like young kids. And first then time drivers. Did you see yeah. his face whenever he came out and saw it was me? Like yeah. He was like, he's kind of relieved. What the fuck? He came, Andrew. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Who's this black guy? <laughs> <laughs> Just playing, man. Rick, it was a pleasure meeting you. No, too, it, it was cool, man. And, yeah. uh, you know, like it's funny because, you know, how how often do you hear someone talk about a pleasurable experience uh, with government. that whole scenario? Yeah, yeah, but, like, yeah. honestly, dude, like the whole thing was cool. Yeah, nice like, and easy, man. Even though it took two hours at the other place, I talked to some nice people in the in the lobby, two different people. I talked to one guy, and then I, talk, I talked to a guy who was, uh, he was from, I think he was from Bosnia. He was, he was, he was brand new from, from over there. And uh, talked to him, and he was getting a CDL. And then I talked to another. Uh, I talked to yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that, cousin that is a little <laughs> that, that is a little yeah. bit of a stereotype. What the fuck is that? Like, I don't what know. Is that? No, they're fuck dude. Bosnians are hard fucking workers, bro. Yeah, and they recognize yeah. the opportunity. They say fuck, like bro. Look, dude, those people are more American culture than fucking Americans are right now. They mm -hmm. see the opportunity. They say nobody wants to do it and make great fucking money. And dude. You know how many Bosnian dudes I know from St. Louis that own trucking companies and make a fuck ton of money? A fucking lot of them. Yeah. And they hustle balls and they hard work and they don't fucking lie and they don't cheat and they don't fucking steal, bro. Mm. I fucking love those people. Yeah. Like, I'm a huge fan of the Bosnian culture. Like, huge. Because well, people dude, don't know St. Louis. Uh, we actually, we're, we're home to like one of the largest. It's the Bosnian. second largest Bosnian population outside of Bosnia. Yeah. 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 Right, which is incredible. Yeah, but it's, an, but it's a great blend of culture. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I didn't think about that when I said the CDL thing. I didn't, but, <laughs> but it is true. It's very true. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then I talked to another couple. We got to talking about, uh, uh, they were they had just gotten there and I got called up. So I was there for like two hours. And I'm like, yeah, good luck. And we started talking about the old, uh, the, the old arena and the blues and like just St. Louis shit, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fucking cool. We, we uh, I don't know if you saw, we got XFL back. We got uh, the first home game this weekend, actually. Yeah, the Battlehawks, Battle right? Battlehawks, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. The yeah. Rock owns that, right? Yeah. And he well, he, he owns the, the team here, yeah. Oh, I thought he owned the whole league. Does he own the whole league? Yeah. Okay, well, I don't know. Who, but they're expecting like 30,000 fucking people. Yeah. Which is like, I was like kind of. Well, bro, I mean, we like sports here. Yeah, we do. You know, we like we like. And shit here like $20 beers we, we like it. getting fucking drunk in public here <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking fact bro yeah so anyway cool, that's a good day dude you know what like i i as as annoying as it, it was weird as annoying and as frustrating as i thought that was going to be it was actually turned out to be pretty cool hmm. i wonder i mean there's just small like one one small comment on that dude i mean how much how much uh i guess switching that perspective your own perspective Perspective on that had 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 to do with that probably a lot. I think I think that's I think I think Rick is probably nice to everybody he fucking meets. Yeah, you know I think I probably am the one who who probably was in a better mood mm. and probably accepted the goodness of these other people and it made my day. And mm. and you know so I, you know I'm not always like that. A lot of times I'm wrapped up in my own shit. I'm wrapped up in what's going on here. I'm wrapped up in my own businesses. I don't fucking take the time. And the fact that I could just take the, the minutes to relax and have conversations with people felt really nice. Mm. And it was just more of a, it was more of a testament to what's been rolling around in my brain, which is 
that I need to focus more on real life and more on the things I'm truly passionate about, which is helping people become successful in business. Um, and I need to spend my time there, bro, because yeah. that's where I get my fucking fulfillment. Yeah. Yeah. That's real, man. That's real. Well, guys, it is CTI, which, oh shit, what you got there? Look at that timing. That timing was impeccable. <laughs> now, I know we said we don't take money for yeah, no ads. ads, but if I were to take money for ads, <laughs> certainly, definitely wouldn't be for this amazing first form energy drink that I'm currently enjoying. It happens to be Orange Sunrise. I know a lot of you guys are surprised. <laughs> I think one P polled. Blue Raspberry got one. I saw that. Yeah. What the fuck, guys? Well, I mean, what the fuck? It came. Uh, the orange, I thought we stuck together here. It came in. I second. thought it was Team Orange for life. No, it was tight second. I know. Say, so, hey, man, you don't can't win everything. I get it. You know, and some of you guys just don't know what good is. <laughs> it is what it is. I get it. <laughs> All right. Let's get into this, man. Yeah. Guys, it is CTI. Remember, as always, uh, if you want to see any of these pictures, articles, You know how many people just listen? They were like, I want to listen to CTI. And they listen to 20 minutes of bullshit. And they're like, fuck those guys. I've never listened again. All they do is talk about stupid shit. No, that was a great conversation. Yeah, for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but guys, if you want to see any of these articles, pictures, links, videos, go to andyforseller.com. You can find them there. Um, or if you're on the YouTube, drop down in the description below. You can find them there. Can we, um, can we, before you start, can we just admire, like, like that looks like a man pitch. that's about to dominate some shit right there. Like, look at that smile. I already knew. I, I already fucking knew. It was like, I was, if I, I was walking out of that motherfucker with my license, bitch. I felt like I was. There was nobody could stop me. I felt like I was dropping you off to your first day of school. I felt like that. <laughs> I felt like that. <laughs> I felt like that. All right, that. Andy, do good bro, on your test, all right? Bro, bro, when I passed the test the first, or when I failed the test the first time, I looked out and I go, I failed. He's like, goes. <laughs> DJ goes. And I go. The second, the second time, I go. I go. Yeah, like, you gave me a thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he was like outside the door. They wouldn't let him in the room. Yeah, I couldn't stay. So he in stood the in the doorway. Yeah. It was fucking funny. Thanks, Dad. I got you, baby. Appreciate it, bro. I got you. All right. Now you drive safe out there. All right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's get into the CTI. Uh, let's get right into it with uh, headline number one. Headline number one reads Watch it. Atlanta police release footage of alleged terror attack. Um, this is a Daily Wire article. It reads, a video shows frantic scenes from the side of a training center for police, firefighters, and EMTs in Atlanta on Sunday evening when black-clad rioters stormed the area in what officials are describing as a domestic terrorism attack. Uh, more than 20 minutes of surveillance footage uh, released by the Atlanta Police Department caught the unrest from a variety of angles. Uh, the video shows people throwing rocks, authorities arriving on the scene, officers nearly being struck by what appears to be fireworks and multiple pieces of construction equipment on fire. It's chaotic. Um, I got a quick clip here. I, I will uh, disclaim that there's no audio to it um, for those of you listening. But again, go to andyforseller.com. You can find them there. Um, <clears throat> but here's a quick, quick little snapshot of it. Is that the, is, are those the police? Yeah, so that's police officers. Okay. Those are police officers there. And then out of nowhere, there's a swarm of 
I mean, dude, o- over two hundred people at least mm-hmm. swarming the gates. Yeah, a bunch of a bunch of fucking pussies. Mm-hmm. And so they're they're wrestling, trying to get the gates and everything secure. Fireworks start getting thrown. Bro, at this point in time, right? Stop the video. At this point in time, they're hurling explosives at the police. In my opinion, the police should kill those people. Fucking kill them. Well, I mean, and, and here's the thing. I listen, mean, dude. Listen. We are, this shit is out of control. Yeah. These people are putting on outfits. They're putting on uniforms. They're attacking private citizens. They're attacking police officers. What would we do? What would we do if... Um, I don't know. Let's just say uh, fucking Iraqi. Okay. Uh, or let's just say who, I don't know who the fuck do we not like? Let's just say Russians. Okay. Y'all hate Russians, right? Which is fucking, you don't even know what the fuck is actually going on. Y'all hate them. And they show up. There's 200 of them in fucking Russian uniforms. They start shooting, throwing uh, bombs at the police. What do you expect the police to do? Shoot them. So what's the difference here? Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, let's just say it was a group of proud boys or anybody on the right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like everybody would have been screaming for them to fucking listen, dude. The law, you know? the, the rule of law has to be respected if there is a rule of law. If there is not a rule of law and you want to leave it up to all of us to solve our own shit, I'm okay with that too. Just let me know. Yeah. Just yeah. let me know. And the, but if we're going to have a rule of law and a set of authority, it needs to be respected. And this is fucking bullshit. Completely, man. And, I, and, and, and like, dude, it's a, tough, it's a tough position to put, you know, that the cops are in. Uh, it's a very, I think they showed, I would argue, some, you know, maybe a little too much restraint, you know. Um, I think a total of like 35 people were These arrested. are people doing a job, dude. Yeah, these, these are, listen, dude. These are regular dudes. You know, you did this yeah. job. Well, that's the thing, man. It's like the whole defund the police, you know. So here, here, here it is. They have a training facility to train these officers, train their first responders, get them more training, get them more education, you know, and, and they're client, crying over climate. You know, it's like, what, what are we doing, you know? Um, and then they're protected by the media. Correct. And I got, I got some interesting okay. stuff on that, man. And, and so, um, you know, but they used non-lethal enforcement to conduct the arrest of at least 35 pe- uh, people, police said. Well, that's a shame. Um, 23 individuals are facing a domestic terrorism charge, a felony that would warrant up to 35 years in prison. Good. Um, they did release the, the list of the arrestees. Um, all but two were from other places. So only two of the pe- 35 that were arrested were actually from the state of Georgia. Um, Everybody else were from other states, including mm-hmm. two people. One was from uh, France, and one's a citizen of Canada. So make that make sense, um, you know. But but here's the interesting thing. So this is a CNN article, um, and I and I was reading through this article. We like to get the other side and see what the other side is is, is saying, right? What what's the other narrative out there? And and dude, I, I was reading this article and I was just disgusted. And, and for a few reasons. So the CNN headline, it reads, Georgia law enforcement conducts clearing operation as construction begins on Cop City facility. Um, same date as the other article. And you go through it, um, and they're talking about, you know, they're trying to push these, these, these protesters up like they were just peaceful protesters. The police operation's latest effort in the controversial push to build an 85-acre law enforcement facility. It's not controversial. The crime rate in Atlanta is out of fucking control. The murder rate in Atlanta is out of fucking control. 
What's controversial about creating a training facility so we can now control the fucking crime? Yeah. These media fucks should go to jail just like these people doing it because they protect them every single time. Well, here's the thing. So the whole reason... Like, I hate how these fuckers write, It's dude. disgusting. Yeah. And, and so the whole reason we're here is because uh, this, this CNN article reads, it's, it's been verified, but about three weeks ago it says law enforcement carried out a clearing operation and fatally shot Manuel, uh, Manuel Esteban Pei Tehran. Okay, he's 26 years old. He was an activist um, who police said he shot a state trooper. So this guy shoots a state trooper. Then gets killed. The cops return fire. Yeah. Killing him. Uh-huh. And, and, and that's what this entire article is about. They actually, you know, they, this is the, this is, you scroll down the article a little bit. Activist was shot over a dozen times, family says. And yeah, they so what? Little, they posted, like, I love the pictures that Hold they posted. Hold on, bro. So what? He shot a fucking you, cop. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what are we, what are we missing here? Bro, but We listen, paint him as a little fucking no, martyr. DJ, this is fucking, this is a couple things. This is the media and the powers that be behind the media. Mm -hmm. Creating a scenario that's putting these entitled children, which is what the fuck they are, okay? They're entitled brat children who have no purpose at all in their life. They have no fight to fight. They have no purpose to build towards. They have nothing. And so they're sucked into this fucking gang mentality or this vigil anti-revolutionary mentality because that's appealing to people with no fucking purpose. So it's other people with no purpose. Yeah. So, but here's the problem. They have been told a lie to believe that they're fighting something which they're actually creating and they're unable to understand that they are actually the militant weapon behind the man and they're doing the man's work while they out here thinking that they're fighting the man. And so it sucks in these kids. I'm sorry that kid's dead now, but... The media is to blame and the fucking culture is to blame and that's it. If you shoot a fucking cop, you, you can expect to be shot back. That's common fucking sense. Every fucking person with a fucking brain that functions properly understands that. We understand that in a civilized society, we must have law and order and we understand that when a police officer says X and you fucking shoot them, they're going to shoot you back. That's fucking reasonable. Yeah, it's beyond reasonable, man. Um, I'm fucking so tired of it, dude. Yeah. It, it, oh, this guy's a fucking hero now. Dude, they dude. have a little candlelight visual for him. Like, yeah, he must have been real important with your fucking dog shit candles, too. Y'all <laughs> motherfuckers are fake outrage motherfuckers. Yeah. You don't really give a fuck. No. You want to fucking cry about something. And dude, these kids think they're fighting something that actually has meaning. They don't understand. You are being funded and organized and put into action by the biggest, richest, most fucking powerful, most abusive tyrants on the fucking planet. And you think you're fucking doing something revolutionary. Yeah. These aren't your ideas. Just because you put anti-fascist in front of fascist doesn't mean that you're not a fascist. Like, it's the biggest mind fuck that anybody... When, you, when you're working with the political system, the media, the big gov or the big big companies, the World Economic Forum, and they're all on your side and they're funding your shit, guess what you are? You're a fascist. Yeah. You're the fucking fascist army that you fucking think you're fighting against. It's you. I saw a woman today. I saw a woman today in fucking, in, in, the, in the driver's place, wearing a fucking mask, 
Now, how many studies have come out and said a mask don't do shit? Now, we've covered fucking all of them I'm over the course of the last them. three years. Yeah. It's nothing new. There were studies that proved this shit in 2020. There were studies that proved this shit prior to 2020. It's just when we brought it up in 2020, y'all fucking hated us for mm -hmm. it. It's been proven for a long time that masks don't do shit. There's a woman wearing a mask. She's probably 75 years old. She's fucking 100 pounds overweight, sick as fuck, wearing a mask, wearing a red uh, Make America Great shirt, except it didn't say Make America Great. It said, Make Lies Wrong Again. Hmm. And I'm looking at this woman, and all I could think the whole time is like, lady, you're the fucking lie. Walking You're the fucking lie. Like you, don't even like, you don't even understand that you are the fucking lie. Like, you're the person who locked down all these kids. You're the person that forced vaccinated all these people. You're the person that created the media hysteria. You, like, you're being, you are the lie. And like, dude, we're dealing with a whole bunch of these people that are on the end of the fucking understanding curve. Even the most woke people are starting to realize, holy shit, this is bullshit. Yeah. Because I get messages every day from these people, dude. Like, people who are like, man, I used to be an anti... Like, when I first started listening to you, I thought you were the fucking enemy. You know, I used to be the biggest, uh, you know, far left extreme... Like, dude, these people... I bought into the shit. I drank the cool... Like, I hear it all, dude. Those are the people perpetuating our fucking tyranny. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's the weakest. It's the fucking sickest. It's the most uneducated. And what do we do? We sit around and post videos about it or fucking make jokes about it or post memes about it, but yet they're continuing to get their way. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I'm fucking sick of these people. Bro. No, dude, it's, it's unreal, man. And like another part of the development is like one of the people that were arrested. This is another Daily Wire headline. It reads Southern Poverty Law Center attorney charged with terrorism in the Atlanta riot. Um, so an attorney with the far-left nonprofit Southern Poverty Law Center, or SPLLC, SPLC uh, was arrested Sunday for allegedly committing domestic terrorism to stop a police facility from being built. Um, the Atlanta Police Department said Sunday night that Thomas Webb Jurgens was among the 23 people charged after a, quote, group of violent agitators used the cover of a peaceful protest of the proposed Atlanta Public Safety Training Center to conduct a coordinated attack on construction equipment and police officers. They changed into black clothing and entered. Let me paraphrase. They put on their militant uniforms. Right. Right. And entered the construction area and began to throw large rocks, bricks, Molotov cocktails, and fireworks at police. Death. Yeah. Death. Yeah. You, know you throw a Molotov cocktail at me, I don't give a fuck if I'm a cop or not. I'm shooting you in the face. You know, now, now, according to the State Bar of Georgia, Thomas Webb Jurgens is an attorney for the SPLC uh, who was admitted to the bar in 2021. He is one of only two of the 23 alleged uh, agitators who were actually from Georgia, according to the police. Um, now, here's the interesting thing. So Jurgens' arrest, the article reads, was first noted by Republican operative Greg Price, who pointed out that the FBI has relied on SPLC's judgment about who is a hate group. Representative Dan Bishop, Republican of North Carolina, asked in response, quote, will the SPLC be listing itself as a hate group? I mean, 
Last month, an FBI whistleblower leaked a document showing that the FBI was investigating those practicing, quote, radical traditionalist Catholic ideology as potential domestic extremists, in part by citing that the SPLC listed the faction among its, quote, hate groups. The FBI then rescinded the document after it leaked, saying, quote, uh, it does not meet the exacting standards of the FBI. Here's uh, Mr. Jurgens there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and there's the Badass. list. Yeah, right. There's your list of uh, the arrestees. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they'll know when they'll know when the Catholic extremists actually show up, because if anybody actually understands what the Bible talks about and what Jesus said about those that harm children, mm-hmm. he says to basically eliminate them. Yeah. So you'll actually know because what will happen is these people that are on the Internet uh, shaking their dicks and their asses in front of fucking little kids will end up on the fucking courthouse steps with their own penis cut off and shoved in their fucking mouth. Mm. So you'll know when they've crossed over to radicals. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, it just, it, dude, I know this. Seeing all of this shit, all of this I'm stuff sick is, of it, is falling apart, I'm though, fucking, man. I don't... Good. I'm glad about that. Yeah. I'm fucking over it. And I know a lot of other people are, too. How the fuck do these people... Like, the, the person from Canada and the person from France, like, what? what's that about? It's about what I said, dude. It's about people thinking that they're fighting for a cause that isn't actually a real cause. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's people who they don't produce, they don't contribute, they don't create anything, they don't provide any jobs or any value or any products or any services or do anything of value in life. And they're searching for something that means something. Mm. And what means more? than fighting for, for perceived freedom yeah. to anyone. It's a very noble thing yeah. in their mind. Yeah. So like when they create this lie based around all of this other bullshit and they start financing these people, these people are extremely, extremely susceptible because they lack other things. They lack and perspective. The, well, the reason they lack other things, why do they lack other things? This is, it has to do with Canada in France, this has to do with the, with the world. Because for the last 20 years, we have taught these children that where you finish in the game doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. You're special anyway. We've taught them not to compete. We've taught them that achievement is, is, a, is a moral you know, hazard or a uh, you know, building something is greed. They've been taught all these things uh, that aren't true. Complete inverse. Yeah. And so now these people are unable to compete. They're unable to create. They're unable to understand. They're unable to fucking like, to, to like feel fulfillment. So how are we, the people who created this, going to give them fulfillment? Oh, we're going to give them this nice cause to fight. Anti-fascism. Mm. Except they're not going to know the difference between anti-fascism and actual fascism. They'll just join if we tell them that they're fighting for fucking freedom. And what they don't understand is that all that money that you're getting from all these organizations that's coming down the pipe is all coming from the exact motherfuckers that y'all say you're fighting against. So So it's easy to suck these people in because they're not very smart because they have been made intentionally not be very smart, not have any purpose, not have any skills, not have any beliefs, not have any hope. So how do we mobilize them? Oh, we give them hope. We give them a cause. Bro, there's whole books about this. There's whole books about this. Actually, when a real revolution starts, which I believe that it could happen, 
When a real revolution starts, these people are actually the first people to convert over in the history of revolutions. If you look at how revolutions happen, what happens is the people who are the counterculture actually realize that they're part of, this is going to blow up in these motherfuckers' faces, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And it's historically proven over and over and over again. There's books about it. One thing I would like to add, uh, highlight here, if you go back to the chart, which clearly reiterates what you're talking about. How old are they? Look at the look at the date of births. That's right. Only one, two, three, four, seventy-four, eighty-eight. Uh, one is seventy-four again. Rest everything is in the nineties. Hold on, two thousands. Now, now on this show, when do I tell you the bullshit started consistently? 20 to 30 years. I, I, I tell you, right when I graduated high school, all this shit started. 97. Yeah. I graduated high school in 1997. Look at all those motherfuckers born in 97 or later. They, they've created this culture of people on purpose to do this work on purpose. And until police understand that we, the people, stand behind you motherfuckers to handle this business, they're, they're going to continue to be afraid because they're being held accountable personally for enforcing the law. Like there's lots of places in the country now where like these police officers, if they do the wrong thing in the line of duty, they can be sued civilly. That's fucking bullshit. They do the right thing. Bro. They can be sued civilly. Bro. And so we, dude, the people of this country have to stop this bullshit by standing behind the people who can actually enforce the laws. Yeah. That's real, man. That's real. Well, guys, that was our first headline. Let's move right along to headline number two. Um, this is a touchy subject. Uh, headline number two reads, four U.S. citizens kidnapped by gunmen in Mexico. FBI offers reward for return, uh, says the FBI and Mexican government are investigating. Um, so the article reads, four U.S. citizens were assaulted and kidnapped in Mexico on Friday, the FBI said. The four Americans drove across the U.S. border and entered the city of Matamoros, uh, which borders the southernmost part of Texas. Uh, they were fired upon by unidentified gunmen and then, quote, placed in a vehicle and taken from the scene by armed men, according to the FBI in San Antonio. Uh, the group drove a white minivan with North Carolina license plates, according to the FBI. The names of the victims um, have not been released. That was at the time of this article being written. Um, they are believed to have been targeted by mistake, a U.S. official told CNN. Um, the FBI and Mexican law enforcement agencies are investigating. Uh, the FBI is offering a $50,000 reward for the return of the kidnapped Americans. So that's roughly 12 grand a piece, right? Um, now I, I must warn you, I have a, a clip here. Bro, that's insulting. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, but, but you motherfuckers put Mike Glover on the domestic terror list. You put people, you put patriotic American Catholics. You, you motherfuckers are talking about Catholics being extremists. We got Mexican fucking cartels crossing our border, killing our fucking citizens. Dude, now I have to warn uh, our, our watchers on YouTube. This video could be seen as graphic, so um, viewer discretion is advised. So the State Department so cautions. Was that video 
what was that video we were watching? There? Was that them loading dead bodies into the back of? Well, a so at that time it wasn't confirmed uh, if they were deceased at the time. Um, well, those two dudes are deceased. I mean, they're dragging blood all over the fucking street, the whole street. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, but at the time of the video, but those are the those are them. Those are them. Yeah. So and then the other two people four. around, or the other two, apparently, correct. They're still alive. Uh, well, so a, a total of uh, uh, two of the four Americans kidnapped um, have been found dead uh, since that That's development. Bullshit, dude. Um, you know, and and it's really it's really really sad. You know, and they're, they're saying that this is just a, a case of mistaken identity. You know, but it's like, oops. You know, yeah, just oops. Right? Yeah, but let's go tell their families that. And let's give them the 12 grand that we were going to offer for a reward. Like, bro, I'm so fucking tired of this. We have the capacity and the ability to end this shit in about fucking two days. Yeah. And, 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 and because you motherfuckers believe AOC's fucking pose-ass photo shoot from fucking years ago, that there's all these horrendous atrocities happening, all of you people who bought that fucking narrative are responsible for these deaths, just so you know. Every all common sense people understood why the wall needed to be there, what needed to happen. Now we have people being, I mean, how many tens of thousands of Americans are fucking being killed by the opiate or the fucking uh, fentanyl shit that's mm -hmm. coming across down there now? How, how many people are being raped, murdered, killed by the influx of these people across our border unregulated? I love, I love immigrants. Yeah. I love America is a fucking immigrant land. Love it. We have a process for people to come here and that process exists so that people come here and become contributing citizens and they understand the culture and they understand the history. They have to take a fucking test. They have to study. It's hard. Most Americans couldn't pass it. All right. And we're allowing tens, tens and tens and tens, hundreds of thousands, probably millions at this point of illegal people, undocumented, don't know who the fuck they are. We don't know what organizations they're affiliated with. We have no fucking idea of anything. And now they're killing people. They're coming across the border, abducting people, killing them. Okay. And this is just the shit that's getting reported. And all you motherfuckers out there that fucking, you know, cried these fucking crocodile tears because AOC's down at the fucking border doing fake photo shoots. This is your fucking fault. This is your fucking fault because you didn't educate yourself on the reality of what this all meant. And now we have people losing family members because of it. Yeah. Obviously, this is just speculation, but Andy, do you do you see a? It fucking a, pisses me off, dude. Do you do you see a twist here? Maybe potentially starting up another war front. Yes, that's the goal. And like, and like that's the that's the the long. Listen, dude. Play. The whole goal, in my opinion, here is the ultimate destruction of America. Yeah, and I believe that they're trying to. I believe there's a number of things they're going to do. I believe they're going to introduce another pandemic, a real one, a one that fucking actually fucking kills people. Then they're going to blame the people who stood up against the pandemic the first time for creating doubt in our, in our, in our, uh, trusted in the, government, trust sciences. in the media, yeah. all the shit. They're going to fucking try to get rid of those resistors that way by blaming them and villainizing them for the next pandemic that they fucking put out. Then I think what they're going to do on top of that, because they're running out of shit they can actually do because everybody's waking up and this is going to happen before 2024. In my opinion, I believe they're going to start this fucking war with Russia full blown which will mean we're, we are now at war with Russia, China, North Korea, and Iran, okay? And now we're going to have a cartel battle in Mexico. So, like, dude, if we're fighting all this shit all over the place and we got all this shit going on, 
This is the destruction and the intentional destruction of your fucking country. This is the physical. You part are of it fucking now. witnessing it. Yeah. yeah. And you guys make fucking memes about it and think that's enough. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That, that, this is the physical part of it, right? The moral. It's going to get way worse. That, that shit's already been done. It's going to get way worse, dude. And like, I, I think they are going to fucking, they are, they are going to crank the chaos to maximum level fucking 1,000 between now and that 24 election. And why would they do that? Because they don't want Trump to come in. Because, because if Trump gets in, he's going to fucking crush all of them. Because their lives are on the line. Yeah, that's correct. It's very, very sad, man. I, I pray for this family, man. I, yeah, my heart goes to him, but I mean, th th this is this is this is sad, you know. And People still don't understand, DJ. They don't understand that why people don't understand why they don't want Trump in. They don't understand that. Yeah, they you don't you guys don't understand it. Like you don't understand. Like you think that the reason they don't want Trump in is because he's mean or he is a racist or he's a this or he is a that. The reason they don't want the dude in is because he recognizes that it's us versus them and he wants to take all their shit and fucking ruin it. And this is their livelihood, this is their purpose, this is their meaning to life. This is how they can, this is how they stay them and we stay us and if they're all fucking united on it. There's, they don't have to have a secret handshake because it's all a common interest that they share. Why else would they have to lie? Why else would they have to pump the propaganda? Why else would they have to create these narratives? Well, the fact that they pump the propaganda is an indication that they need it. Exactly. That's something to keep in mind. Exactly. They're losing their grip. 100%. And dude, the man. American citizens need to speak out against this fucking escalation of this war shit. Every fucking week, they're sending more and more money to Ukraine, more and more shit, more and more uh, weapons, blah, 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 blah. Bro, that shit needs to stop. Yeah. You're, you're, you're going to be... Who's going to fight this war? Yeah. Because the, patriot, the patriots that have... That's who going Hold on. The patriots, the, the soldiers, the dudes who have fought all the other wars. You mean the ones that they, they kicked out for not being vaccinated? They ain't with this war. Who's going to fight it? I say that everybody that fucking posts the Ukraine flag in their fucking Instagram bio goes fights it. Their fucking friends go fight it. Their fucking families go fight it. Yeah, go literally. Go, go stand with Ukraine. <laughs> I mean, that, that's my take. You know? I can tell you this. The fact that we're paying fucking all this crazy tax to this government to go and it, money goes over there and doesn't stay here is fucking insane, dude. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's that picture of? Is that one of the women that was killed? The, yeah. Yeah. Um, her name is. Uh, what up? I got it here. Um, her name is Latavia Tay McGee. It's fucking bullshit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, that was uh, that was headline number two. When we come back, we got headline number three and our thumbs up section. Uh, so stay tuned. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll, can't fold. Does a no headshot, case closed.